Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. What's going on, y'all? This is Brandon Tatum. I just want to thank you so much for listening to my podcast. You can always get the podcast at Salem Podcast Network or wherever you listen to your podcast. Brandon Tatum is a seven-year veteran of the Tucson Police Department. He's a YouTube sensation with over two million subscribers. He started Blexit with Candace Owens, and now he's tackling his biggest assignment yet. This is the Officer Tatum Show. All right, welcome to the Officer Tatum Show. I'm your guest host, Carl Jackson, sitting in for the Officer Tatum. Such an honor and privilege to do so. Uh, Thank you, Officer Tatum, for allowing me to sit behind your microphone. Uh, I have Sean McConnell in my ear, the forgotten man, uh, providing my stack of brilliance is somewhere out there in the ether. We have Gabe Cassiano. He has my back right here at AM 950, The Answer, 94.9 FM. That is The Answer, Orlando.com. Who do we have on the lines, Mr. McConnell? All right, we have Zach on the lines. What's up, Zach? All right, number to call in, 844-900-7243, 844-900-7243. Again, is the number to call in to the program. It's starting. It's getting dangerous for Joseph R. Biden, a.k.a. Robert L. Peters, a.k.a. J.R.B. Ware, a.k.a. Robert Ware. As a matter of fact, I think there's another pseudonym that the anti-American president, Joe Biden, was using to sell out our country. I forgot to click on the headline, but maybe I'll search for that throughout the show. Again, the number to call in, 844-900-7243. It's starting, guys. It's starting. Uh, The left is getting a little nervous with Joseph R. Biden. Some news is starting to happen. News is starting to break. You guys heard the news uh, that the Republican Party, Kevin McCarthy, has now come out and said or announced that the GOP are announcing a formal impeachment inquiry. Now, this isn't an impeachment. This is an impeachment inquiry. Inquiry. Hat tip. Uh, Forgotten man. This from Fox News. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy uh, said today that uh, the Republicans have, quote, uncovered serious and credible allegations into President Biden's conduct, close quote, uh, that will serve as the basis of an impeachment inquiry. McCarthy gave a statement at the Capitol Tuesday detailing allegations of, quote, abuse of power, obstruction and corruption, close quote, by Biden. He announced that Republicans would open an official impeachment inquiry into the president. He says, and I quote from Speaker McCarthy, through our investigations, we have found that President Biden did lie to the American people about his own knowledge of his family's foreign business dealings. I will say this. Kevin McCarthy would not say this if he didn't believe the House could prove it. I I haven't been the biggest fan of Speaker Kevin McCarthy. I think I've knocked him when he deserved to be knocked. I think I've praised him when he uh, when he deserved to be praised. I think I've been fair. Uh, but I do believe this about him. He would not say this if he didn't believe it. He continues, eyewitnesses have testified that the president joined on multiple phone calls and had multiple interactions. Uh, dinners resulted in cars and millions of dollars into his sons and his son's business partners. 
Uh, earlier, Fox News confirmed that McCarthy will tell House Republicans today that beginning an impeachment inquiry against Biden is the quote unquote logical next step for their investigations. An inquiry is the first step of the impeachment process where evidence is gathered for the articles or charges of impeachment against an official. The House GOP conference plans to hold a meeting on Thursday morning for the key committee chairs to lay out their latest findings and the status of the investigations into the Biden family. House Judiciary Committee Chairman Representative Jim Jordan. Uh, you have the House Oversight Committee Chairman Representative James Comer and the uh, Republican from he's from, from from Kentucky. They're expected to lead a Thursday's meeting, according to Fox. Uh, this special conference meeting on Thursday is an addition to Wednesday morning's regularly scheduled weekly GOP meeting where leadership typically lays out priorities for the week. Uh, Thursday's scheduled meeting was first reported uh, by another news organization, uh, Punchbowl News, I believe. In a statement responding to reports about the impending inquiry, White House spokesman for oversight and investigations, uh, Ian Sams blasted the effort as politically motivated. He accused McCarthy of advancing an impeachment probe to placate hardliners in the GOP conference. Uh, here's what he had to say. McCarthy is being told by uh, Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene to do impeachment or else she'll shut down the government. Uh, Sam said opening impeachment despite zero evidence of wrong, wrongdoing by uh, by the president is simply red meat for the extreme right wing so they can keep baselessly attacking him. First off, I don't know what it means to be an extreme right wing. I, I, I really don't. I, I, I can't stand that the left uses that term. They try everything MAGA is extreme. Everything Republican is extreme. Uh, right wing is extreme. What, what's extreme about wanting to get to the truth? What's extreme about wanting to know whether or not your president is compromised? Was it extreme when you went after Donald Trump or when the left went after Donald Trump and made up a complete false narrative when it came to the Russia collusion hoax, when they completely lied about his phone call with Zelensky, who is down in the tanks or dumps as far as his polls are concerned in Ukraine with 80 percent of the people not trusting the man uh, anymore? But uh, what you, you know what I mean? This is this is just what the left does. This is just what the left does. They paint us as extremists. Uh, listen, wanting to get down or figuring out how is how it is that Biden became a multi multi millionaire with several mansions and all of this kind of nonsense on a senator's salary. Uh, we need to know. We need to know how a crackhead was able to get on the board of Burisma in Ukraine, their energy company, and make nearly a million dollars or right over a million dollars on the board getting paid for that. We need to know why it was that Joe Biden had, actually, we don't, we do know on the right, why he had Victor Shokin fired and he, and he withheld American foreign aid to Ukraine unless prosecutor Victor Shokin was fired, claiming that Victor Shokin was corrupt. When we find out, no, uh, the EU didn't believe Victor Shokin was corrupt. The EU believed that uh, Shokin was doing his job. The truth is the prosecutor in Ukraine, Victor Shokin, was going after Hunter Biden. And Joe Biden knew that if he went after Hunter Biden, he would find the connections to Hunter Biden and Joe Biden. Essentially, he would find out that Joe Biden is the big guy. That's what happened. That's what happened. Listen to this headline. Hat tip for Gatman. Joe Biden drives $25 million on swing state ad buys as polls show him flailing. It's starting to happen, folks. It's starting to happen. The left is getting scared. 
All right, President Biden's re-election campaign. I'm sorry, I messed up. I said the P word. I'm so sorry. Biden's re-election campaign is already spending big, splashing $25 million on, on an ad buy in swing states as poll numbers show dropping public confidence in his age, his competence, and his electability. The Biden 2024 campaign launched the 16-week ad blitz last month, well ahead of the timetable followed by his two immediate predecessors. That includes uh, Trump and Obama. The Obama re-election campaign placed its first major ad buy in March of 2012, uh, while the Trump 2020 campaign went heavy on the airwaves in October of that election year. Biden, uh, the DNC, and their affiliates boasted a 77 million war chest at the end of the second quarter of this year, 23 million of which was raked in by the president's Man, by Biden's reelection campaign, according to WAPO. It's unclear whether the campaign's fundraising will be able to pay for the swing state at a loan or whether it will have to dip into other uh, other committees funds. A source familiar with the matter told the outlet Trump campaign senior advisor Chris uh, Lasavita told the paper uh, that the early move may sound alarm bells for the commander in chief. Quote, if you are the incumbent president and you are spending 25 million more than a year ahead, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out you have a problem and need to fix it. Close quote. Trump hauled in 53.8 million in the first half of 2023. Uh, DeSantis, um, rolled in 20 million after launching his campaign uh, in May. In a fragmented media environment, it's more important than ever for our campaign to be investing early and aggressively across platforms to deliver our message where voters are. This according to uh, the Biden campaign manager, Julie Chavez Rodriguez. Um, She also went on to say, while Republicans duke it out and burn cash fighting each other, Good point. Our campaign is reaching our general election audience early and consistently, which is critical for winning in November 2024. Now, they are getting nervous. Listen, I I, I believe that any candidate on the GOP side, whether it's the Trump or DeSantis, it's going to be a Herculean task to win. But I do believe that we can win. I do believe that we can win. I just think that every person has got to get in the fight. Every person has got to get in the fight. I think it'll be hard to win the popular vote. Uh, quite frankly, uh, we hope that we can win uh, the swing states. That is going to be that is going to be very important. We're going to have to get our butts uh, in gear. Now, let me take you here. Let me take you here. I do think that's a big deal, though. Swinging, uh, uh, spending, and swing states shows that they are nervous, uh, but they do have a machine. Remember, I told you yesterday. I didn't get get a chance to go into uh, great detail or specificity. But remember, they, the Democrats have a machine. See, we run candidates, uh, and that's great, and we should run candidates. I get it. Uh, but the Democrats have a machine. They can they can do plug and play. If, if, if Biden isn't working, they'll plug in another Democrat. I'll talk about some of the Democrats that the left is talking about. When the left is talking about other alternatives, you know they're ready to kick this man under the bus. This is Carl Jackson sitting in for the Officer Tatum. The number to call into the program, 844-900-7243. We'll be back in a few. You all have helped support MyPillow and their employees in these tough economic times. Mike Lindell knows this and continues to give back to listeners with deals on his most popular products. You've heard me recently speak about the My Slippers and the Giza Sheets, My Pillow 2.0, and more. For a limited time, the My Pillow six piece bath towel set is back in stock. 
Take it from me. These towels are highly recommended. They are luxuriously soft and super absorbent, meaning they actually function like a towel should. With this special deal, you will get two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. A complete set normally $79.98, but for a limited time for all my listeners, go to MyPillow.com and use promo code BRANDON to snag this set for just $39.99. That's 50% off. Visit MyPillow.com today or dial 800-976-8379 to grab this deal with promo code BRANDON. Act fast. It won't last long. Use promo code BRANDON for more specials. All right, welcome back to the Officer Tatum Show. Guys, I want to talk to you about the Salem News Channel. If you like listening to the Officer Tatum Show, you'll love watching it as well. You can watch it on SalemNewsChannel.com or the app with the same name. Load it on the Apple or Android store, or you can watch us on Roku. Just type Salem News Channel into the search bar. Come check us out. We are the antidote to the mainstream media. All the best in conservative media are on the Salem News Channel with Dennis Prager, Dr. Sebastian Gorka, Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Dinesh D'Souza, Will Cow, Larry O'Connor, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and your main man, Brandon Tatum. Bookmark us now. Just go to SalemNewsChannel.com and watch today's show or get caught up on past shows that are on video. Again, SalemNewsChannel.com, SalemNewsChannel.com, Salem News channel.com guys it's happening i i i've got this uh thought that the gop and kevin mccarthy i'm sure they've been getting some calls from many of you thank god again the number to call into this program 844-900-7243 so there's no doubt that uh, pressure has been mounting from the base there's been plenty of time plenty of evidence that's already been presented as i was going through the the column from fox Honestly, there was nothing there that I don't believe any of us in the Officer Tatum's audience didn't already know. But there's a lot of things that have been happening surrounding this impeachment inquiry. And I want to give you just a dose of some of that. The Hill, the memo, uh, uh, the Hill, it's uh, the, the title of the column, the memo, five Democratic alternatives if President Biden exits the 2024 race. Guys, the fact that they are writing that column at The Hill is a big deal. It's a big deal. The Hill is obviously, I mean, they have a few conservatives that will write for The Hill or throw out some columns for The Hill on occasion, uh, but it is pretty much a left-wing rag, all right? Uh, they try to be or left-wing to moderate. I don't, I don't think they're crazy leftists. Um, uh, sometimes they are, but for the most part, they are not, uh, but they are left. But when they come out with a headline like this, the memo, five Democratic alternatives, if President Biden exits the 2024 race, wink, 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 wink. These people are starting to nudge. You've heard Van Jones on CNN. Oh, he's I don't know. He's getting a little old, so on, et cetera. I'm paraphrasing, but that's essentially what they were saying. Democrats are getting a little nervous. They're fretting. Why? Because his approval ratings are, are low. Now, listen, I don't buy into all of the polls, but the Democrats buy into these things hook, line, and sinker. It's all they do all the time. That's what they do. That's what they live by. They live by polls. The Republican Party is starting to live by polls, but Democrats have always lived by polls. But many people are saying they're concerned about his age. That's starting to appear more and more and more. People are really concerned. And I got to tell you, and I'll speak about this. I have some uh, 
and columns here printed out. Hat tip to the forgotten man about what occurred yesterday. I really think Joe Biden, in a typical, listen, in a typical presidential race, Joe Biden, in my opinion, ended his campaign yesterday. Knowing that the Democrats have a machine, I'm going to have to reel that back a little bit. But in a typical presidential race, I think Joe Biden would have officially ended his campaign yesterday. And I'm not talking about he would have walked away. He would have resigned. I mean, the people would have ended it. I'll talk about some of the things that occurred on 9-11 that proves this guy is just a complete and utter disgrace. Uh, and so are, uh, and so is his administration. Uh, some things that I, did, I didn't get into yesterday, but also uh, some things that have transpired and have been written about since. But here's why the left is concerned. And this is what I believe gives Speaker Kevin McCarthy the 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 courage, if you will, uh, to come out with this impeachment inquiry to go forward with it. And again, not an impeachment, but an impeachment inquiry, uh, essentially giving him more power, more investigative power, more power to get the material they need to prove that Biden is corrupt. Below approval ratings, his his approval ratings, I believe the guy is at thirty nine percent, and that is uh, that's correct. Thirty nine percent of adults approve of Biden's job performance. If this sinks down even further, they may have to throw this guy overboard. Plenty of people are saying they're concerned about his age. 67% of Democrats and Democratic-leaning independents asserted, I really don't know what that means. This is why I don't trust the polls. Uh, But asserted the party should choose someone else as its standard bearer. That terrifies them even though the word asserted is in there, which is pretty asinine to me, but 67% of Democrats and Democratic-leaning independents asserted the party should choose someone else as its standard bearer. This makes them a little nervous. However, most Democrats believe Biden will be the nominee. Meaning, listen, if Biden is the man, I'm going to vote for him anyway, but if you guys can find another candidate... I'm down to vote for him. That's what the left knows. That's what the Republican Party knows. Here are the five Democrat alternatives that now, all of a sudden, the Hill is writing about. Vice President Kamala Harris. She had another word salad. I forget where that, I, I've got to search for that. She had a, another word salad just yesterday. If I can find it somewhere in my stack of brilliance, I'll share, I'll share that with you. The problem with her is her poll. <laughs> the problem with her is that laugh for one. And nobody wants to hear that for another four years. But also her poll ratings are often worse than Biden's. And now I know there's some people out there that say, listen, they would not throw a black woman under the bus. I've I've explained this before. Yes, they would. Yes, they would. The the left is telling us exactly who they are. How much time we have, Sean? They're they're telling us. Okay, they're telling us exactly who they are. Uh, these are full blown communists and fascists. All right, and whatever they have to do to fundamentally transform America, even if that means kicking or throwing Kamala Harris under the bus as well, they will do it. You can bet your bottom dollar. Remember, Joe Biden is one of the most racist uh, uh, Democrats in modern American politics, and yet he's the president of the United States. He can go into a show like The Breakfast Club and call Charlemagne is no God uh, or tell him you ain't black if you don't vote for me. 
And you that's what Joe Biden gets away with, even within the black community that votes Democrat. So please don't tell me, sit here and tell me they won't kick Kamala Harris under the bus. This is a this is a party that has waged psychological warfare against the black community for approximately 100 years or coming up to 100 years or so. So please, they will kick her under the bus. No problem. And people will forget about Kamala Harris. Listen, she couldn't even she couldn't even uh, 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 get above. I think it was two percent in the primaries. I mean, she had to leave the race before Iowa. Please. I I know Kamala Harris has a following of blacks, but you know what they want to do? They want to win. Democrats want to win, too. And if it means kicking Kamala Harris under the bus, they'll do they'll do just that as well. Uh, The second person that they've been talking about is obvious. Gavin Newsom. Now, I believe that in the event that they do have to roll Biden off to the morgue, uh, Gavin Newsom will be the guy, even though I know we look at him and I'm like, oh, man, we, we, we pay attention to politics all the time. And we're like, this guy is too far left to win. But I'll tell you why he can. And I'll give you the other candidates when we get back. All right. Welcome back to the Officer Tatum. Show you heard the man, the number to call in 844-900-7243. I'm your guest host, Carl Jackson, sitting in for the Officer Tatum. Guys, please subscribe to my podcast. Wherever you go to get your podcast, you can find me at The Carl Jackson Show. Subscribe. Please share it. Uh, Also, if you're on YouTube and Rumble, please review. Give us a five. Uh, That'll help us to move up the charts. And if you're on social media, I'm really loving Twitter and the Twitter spaces right now. Follow me on Twitter at Carl Jackson Show. I'm also on Facebook. I'm also on Facebook, on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram at The Carl Jackson Show. At The Carl Jackson Show, wherever I am on social media, uh, you can find me there. All right, so before we went to the break and callers, I'll get to you in just a second. Nancy, I see you out there. You'll be up. Uh, first, the number to call in, 844-900-7243. 844-900-7243 is the number to call in to the Officer Tatum program. So the Democrats are already starting to name these alternatives. They would not be doing that. And and let me tell you, it is the press that's starting to do this as well. Uh, again, you saw uh, you saw Van Jones of CNN. He's doing it. David Axelrod are starting to ask tough questions. Both of those men worked from the worked for the Obama administration initially or actually Axelrod did for quite some time, but Van Jones was run out thanks to Glenn Beck exposing him as a communist. So he was run out of the uh, run out of the Obama White House. But never uh, but nevertheless, Van Jones, you have to give him credit, even though he's a man of the left. He's extremely intelligent. He's extremely articulate. He knows he knows his politics. He knows his politics. I got to give him credit for that. And he's starting to hit Joe Biden. The media is trying to let the Democrat Party know it may be time to move on because they have in their minds, they have a short window. They can go all the way through the uh, oh, good Lord, the Democrat convention. Again, Joe Biden, there is a process within the Democrat Party where Joe Biden can hand his his delegates off to whomever he wants. Essentially, Uh, many would would assume that that's Kamala Harris. But if if they don't think Kamala Harris can't win, that's what they want to do. They want to win. So, of course, they'll throw her under the bus. This is the Democrat Party that has lied about the big switch, continues to lie about slavery. Yeah, if they don't care if they if one, you know, one uh, half black chick gets upset about what they what they've done. 
Please, she will be a casualty so fast. People will forget her so quick, except she will be she will go down as one of the worst VPs ever. That's that's it. If the Democrats have to move away from her, they will certainly do it Uh, again. Gavin Newsom, uh, Gavin Newsom, a lot of people, you know, he's charismatic. He's good looking. uh, He's destroyed the state of California. But the problem is the state of California is the state of California. And you've got 5% of people, uh, maybe 10% that pay uh, that that uh, pay close attention to politics. Uh, the majority of Americans are not paying any attention to politics. And I believe it's the same thing, if I, as I've explained before, that Ron DeSantis struggles with in the campaign. For one, it's hard to beat justice. People want justice for Donald Trump. Uh, uh, Ron DeSantis is an excellent candidate. But people in Florida know him. It's harder to make a national a national name. However, when it comes to when it comes to Gavin Newsom, people in California know him. They know how destructive he was in California. But people that might be seeing him or paying attention for the first time that aren't paying attention to the conservative news outlets or talk radio might say if he just sounds good and he looks good, man, let's. Let's give this guy a shot. He looks like he's made, for, you know, a made-for-TV president. They'll give, they might give him a shot. And then you've got Pete Booty. Uh, now, Pete Booty, I don't think he'll make it. Uh, Pete Booty is a very great communicator. He's very smart. He's intelligent, uh, but he's horrible at governing. Remember the shipping shortage, the shipping shipping crisis. With the COVID lockdowns, he was nowhere to be found uh, except in a hospital bedroom with his uh, with his partner. Uh, pretending as if you remember that picture, Sean, you show me that picture, pretending as if his partner was having a baby, holding a baby like the dude was a chick. Uh, so, yeah, that ain't happening. Then he was late to the East Palestine, Ohio uh, visit. I think he was three, four weeks came after after the East Pal- uh, Palestine train derailment there where the chemicals spilled all over the place. And then you had people stuck in uh, stuck in airports all across the country because of Pete Buttigieg. I really think you can knock him out. And then you have Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer. Now, uh, she beat Tudor Dixon. Tudor Dixon, I thought, was a good candidate. But she beat her. She's an abortion rights candidate. That's who she is. That's how she won the governorship. Did you say how much time do we have here, Sean? Oh, all right. We're out. My bad. And they said, here's what you do. Boot, edge, edge. Say edge like the edge of a building. Edge, edge. Boot, edge, edge. Welcome back to the Officer Tatum Show. I'm your guest host, Carl Jackson, sitting in for the Officer Tatum. Guys, I want to talk to you about the GOP straw poll. I have something that I want you all to do. Vote for your choice for the Republican nomination for president on our Salem Town Hall straw poll. I want to hear from you in our straw poll. Who do you want for president? To vote, just go to TatumStrawPoll.com. Click on the photo of the person you want to be our next president and vote. That's TatumStrawPoll.com. To vote, you can do it now. Again, TatumStrawPoll.com. 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 I believe uh, Zach and Mr. McConnell have pulled up some audio and a video of a vice president Kamala Harris getting grilled getting grilled by a lib what was the what was the network anyway we'll play that we'll play the uh the video for you I want you guys to check it out at the Salem News Channel and and this is why I say CBS thank you thank you Mr. McConnell uh, I think they'll throw Kamala Harris under the bus in a heartbeat they're trying to train her but if she doesn't get it right they'll throw her under the bus in a heartbeat let's go ahead and roll the video guys so what 
what is it that you believe? I mean, what week of pregnancy should abortion access be cut off? We need to restore the protections of Roe versus Wade. Which We're was, not trying to do something new. Well, that There's, was nebulous because it was about viability, which could be anywhere between 20 to 24 weeks. And but it, so no, 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 no. Let, that's, let's, that let, was me, in let me be very clear. The Women's Health Protection Act that let the White be, House also Let me endorsed. be very clear. From day one, the president has been clear. I have been clear. We need to put back the protections that are in Roe v. Wade into law since the Supreme Court took it. She can't answer the question. The power and ability to pass legislation to put those protections back in law, and Joe Biden will sign that bill. So that is what we want. But does it need to be specific in terms of defining and where that guarantee goes up to and where it does not? At which week of pregnancy? We need to put back in place the protections of Roe versus Wade. You we know are why not, I'm asking you this I, question, but though. Because we're not trying to, but we're not trying to do anything that did not exist before June of last year. We well, are it, saying it wasn't no, crafted but, into law. And that's why I'm asking you for the specifics there, because Republicans say the lack of a precise date in cutting it off. You know this. They say that allows Democrats to perform abortions up until, you know, birth. Which is ridiculous. Which is statistically not accurate. And it's ridiculous. And it's a mischaracterization of the point. No, the point is. But do you need to be more precise? I am being precise. We need to put into law the protections of Roe versus Wade. This chick, she is not likable. She is not likable. And and listen, they're trying to help her out. Listen, you better be specific. And, and guys, let's be honest. Listen, Roe v. Wade only existed about 50 years ago, all right? It was invented out of whole cloth. Nobody Before Roe v. Wade, before those radical judges, uh, nobody thought that killing a baby was something that was good, all right? And uh, she can't answer the question because she doesn't care if women go all the way uh, through their, their entire pregnancy, quite frankly. She won't answer the question. She can't answer the question. She wouldn't be articulate in answering the question. This lady is a complete and utter disaster, and the left knows it. The left knows it, and she gets so mad so quickly. You can ask her anything. You can tell she's condescending. Oh, no, wait, wait. I mean, oh, my God. Anyway, let's take a call real quick. Let's go to Nancy. Nancy has been waiting patiently in Philadelphia. Nancy, welcome to the Officer Tatum Show. You've got the mic. Hello, Carl. I'm calling to pay you a compliment. I'm calling to pay you a compliment, which I will do in a second. But I'm wondering if Kamala is one of those lying dog-faced pony soldiers that Biden keeps talking (laughs) about. She, Nancy, she might be. She just might be. <laughs> Here, here's, here's the real reason for my call. So I'm a lawyer, and I'm choosing to listen to you <clears throat> instead of anyone else who might be discussing <clears throat> the legalities of lawsuits against Trump, what Congress is doing, what the courts might be doing, et cetera, because it's your honesty, your directness, your common sense, your ability to tell it like it is, and what I call your incredible street smart that I just love. Nancy, wow, thank you. That is uh, that is really kind. That is one of my favorite calls. I got I to gotta tell you, thank you so much, Nancy. I really appreciate you tuning in. Sincerely do. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. All right, uh, let's take another call. Let's go to Tony. Tony is in Tampa. 
Tony, welcome to the Officer Tatum Show. You've got the mic. Thanks, Carl. Uh, I just want Carl, you got you got more energy than 10 people. Carl, I would like to say this. Uh, without the African-American vote, the Democrat Party would cease to exist. And we could have pedal to the metal, private sector economics, and that would mean we'd have 5%, 6 6.5%, 7%-GDP instead of wallowing around at 2%, 25 Two and two and three quarters, we could we could flush it out. I just wish the, the African American community could try to come around and try to figure it out just a little bit, because as the Clinton said, it's the economy stupid. Thanks a lot, Carl. Yeah, you, thank you, Tony. I appreciate you being out here. Listen, guys, uh, let me let me just be frank. The Democrat Party, uh, they don't intend on losing voters. How do I know? Because seven million of them just crossed into our country illegally and the Democrats want them here. I'm going to get into that. I'm going to talk to you about what Joe Biden is really trying to do when he ignores and refuses to go to New York City. I guys, I got to tell you, in a common election cycle, that would have ended his campaign. That would have ended his presidency. I think his poll numbers, I know they're at about 39 percent. If you believe the polls, I think those would have sunk his poll numbers. But I'm telling you right now, this is this is the problem with being a part of the Democrat Party and being a part of, you know, playing this game of identity politics. They don't care about the individual. They care about groups. It is all about divide and conquer. And guess what? If they lose a few blacks, so be it. You know why? Because they are replacing the Negro vote. They are bringing in illegal aliens. What do you think they are bringing those illegal aliens in for? Yes, they want to change the demographics. They want anybody that leaves a plantation, they'll replace. They'll replenish. That's their strategy. We'll be back. And be more precise. I am being precise. We need to put into law the protections of Roe versus Wade. Everybody's got their cups, but they ain't shipped in. The Officer Tatum Show. You guys hear about the L.A. Dodgers mascot arrested? You guys hear about this? Hat tip, Daily Wire. Here's the headline. Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence member arrested for masturbating in public. Yeah, we could have figured that was going to happen. You should stay away from those people, Dodgers. Come on, man. I don't know what you guys were doing. All right, guys, listen. Here's what I believe would have or some one of some of the things that I think would have ended a presidency uh, were we in a normal election cycle. Hat tip. Forgot, man. This from the Daily Wire. Biden gives Iran access to six billion dollars in a prisoner swap. Here's the summary. The Biden administration has signed off on a deal to release five Iranian prisoners and six billion in frozen assets in exchange for five Americans that were held captive in Iran. Now, here's here's the problem. Uh, If Americans are held captive in Iran, do you think they're spies? Do you think they're bad people, maybe missionaries or something like that? But when we have five Iranian prisoners, what do you think they are? Just be honest. It's okay. It's okay. You don't have to feel like a racist here. Racist free. Racism free here. Let's be honest. If we catch five Iranians and they're prisoners in the United States, you know those fools are terrorists. All right? Let's just be straight up. Six billion dollars unfrozen, five Iranians, I'm going to speculate, and I think it's a good speculation, terrorists 
for five Americans. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken approved the deal last week, and Congress was just formally informed Monday on 9-11 as lawmakers and officials honored the 22nd anniversary of September 11th and spat in the face of you New, of you New Yorkers that are listening. Spat in your freaking face on 9-11. And you're going to vote for this guy? You're going to vote for this party? $6 billion to Iran, the world's leading state sponsor of terror. Do you know what they're going to do with $6 billion? Well, I'll tell you what they're portending to do. In exchange for the prisoners, the U.S. will issue a waiver for banks in South, Car- uh, South Korea and Qatar to allow Iran access to billions of dollars without fear of violating U.S. sanctions. The funds will be transferred to Qatar's central bank, where the Iranian government can make requests to pay for humanitarian goods out of the account. Now, what do you think the world's leading sponsors of terror consider humanitarian goods? It, 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 I, I don't know. I don't know. You're talking about men that beat and rape women like it is nothing. You're talking about people that kill people like it isn't, it isn't anything. You're talking about real racists. You're talking about men that throw gays off of the top of buildings. We're going to give them $6 billion. But these people, the Democrat Party, they love, they, they, they love gays. They love, they love women. No, they don't. This is sickening. This is sickening. Don't travel anywhere because you may become a target. For God's sakes, we'll be back. This is the Officer Tatum Show. All right, welcome back to the Officer Tatum Show. I'm your guest host, Carl Jackson, sitting in for the Officer Tatum. Please follow me online, social media, at the Carl Jackson Show. I am on Twitter. I am on Instagram, Facebook, True Social Getter. You can find me at the Carl Jackson Show. Please subscribe to the podcast. I want to thank the Officer Tatum for allowing me to sit in. All right, guys, so I was talking about at the end of the last hour, and you can call in if you like, 844-900-7243. That is 844-900-7243 is the number to call into the program. Gabe, that does look good. Thank you, guys, for putting that up. But Biden gave access, Iran access to $6 billion in a prisoner swap. Guys, I'm dead serious. If I'm an American, I'm not traveling to any country that is not our friend. And frankly, I might be tra- I might be scared to travel to some place that is for fear that something could happen there that Joe Biden, America, the United States would do absolutely nothing about. These people do not know what they're doing. They want to fundamentally transform America, but they are destroying not just America. They're destroying Western civilization, in my opinion, as they try to transform, fundamentally transform America. This is insane. This is insane. If you travel to some place in the Middle East, just know that you're going to have a target on your back. You're going to be taken because what we're teaching our enemies is if you take an American, you get a payday. All right. Joe Biden should be going in. There there should be total fear of kidnapping an American. You still have the Wall Street journalist, uh, uh, the Wall Street, uh, I think it was with Wall Street journalist reporter that Putin uh, that Putin uh, uh, kidnapped. And now basically he's saying, listen, I'll do 
I'll do a prisoner swap for this. I mean, this is the way it's happening with this administration each and every single time. The article goes on that the funds will be transferred to Qatar Central Bank, where the Iranian government can make requests to pay for humanitarian goods. I don't even know what that means when it comes to Iran. There has been a there's been an uprising literally for what has it been a couple of years? It's, it's virtually been silenced. It, it, this is just crazy. Iran is a prolific state sponsor of terror. We know that hampered by strict U.S. sanctions since former President Donald Trump pulled the U.S. out of the Iran nuclear deal. And by the way, it was never a deal. I, I get so frustrated even when conservative outlets write like that. It was never a deal. Obama agreed to do some things that Iran did not. <laughs> I don't call that a deal. There was never anything signed. There was never anything any uh, official. Ahmadinejad at the time didn't even present the deal to whatever, whatever the cabinet or whatever it, it's called out there. He wasn't even concerned about that. It was never a deal. But Trump... Scrap the so-called deal, I'll say, over concerns that the agreement would allow Iran to construct a nuclear weapon. And that's exactly what they want to do. Can you imagine the Russia, China, Iran, uh, a coalition of all of those people, all those nations? Scary times. North Korea. We're getting there. We're getting there. No thanks to the Biden administration. But six billion dollars on 9-11. On 9-11. And then, and then you have this. Had to forget, man. This is from Fox as well. Joe Biden claims without evidence that he was at ground zero on the day after 9-11. Okay, Carl, maybe he was. You weren't there. No, I wasn't there. Okay, that that maybe that's true, except that we know that it wasn't, and I'll explain why. So Biden claimed on Monday without evidence that he stood at ground zero in New York City viewing the damage from the September 11th uh, terrorist attack just one day later, despite records showing he was in Washington, D.C. that day. Oh, yeah. Do you? OK, Mr. McConnell, thank you. We have audio of Joe Biden on that day. Let's go ahead and roll the video. Por favor. We never forget each of us, each of those precious lives stolen too soon when evil attacked. Brown's here in New York. And I remember standing there the next day and looking at the building. I felt like I was looking through the gates of hell. It looked so devastating because the way you could away from where you could stand. Okay. Okay, <laughs> you're, <laughs> Sean O'Connor, you're right. It was way worse than his kitchen fire. That's uh, I'm sure that's what he was thinking. Could you imagine if he actually said that? Oh, my Lord. So here it is. Ground Zero on New York. I remember standing there. You just saw the video the next day and looking at the building. I felt like it was I was looking through the gates of hell. It would look so devastating because uh, the way you could uh, from where you could stand, Biden said. All right. However, this according to C-SPAN, and, and as a matter of fact, I watched the video this morning. I believe I tweeted it out at Carl Jackson Show on Twitter. According to C-SPAN, coverage of U.S. Senate proceedings on September 12th, in other words, the day after 9-11, Biden was in Washington, D.C., and he gave a speech 
on the Senate floor. Records show the Senate met in the morning and a classified briefing was held for all senators that afternoon at 2 p.m. Now, here's the kicker. Records also show Biden participated in a joint resolution vote condemning the terrorist attacks later that afternoon. As a matter of fact, Biden was the Democratic manager (laughs) of the resolution. This fool just lies. That's all he does is lies. It's all he knows how to do. According to a report by the New York Post, Biden also contradicted his own claim in his autobiography detailing his actions after the attacks. Biden said in the book that he, quote, headed back to the Capitol, close quote, on September 12th and made no mention of visiting Ground Zero that day. Oh, we have the other video. We have, okay, man, you guys are putting in some work. So here's the other video. This is Joe Biden the day after 9-11, September 12th. Let's go ahead and roll it, guys. Many in his constituency have died. Part, buildings in this state are still burning. And in the ultimate American way, he calls at the end of his speech for not abrogating the basic cherished liberties that this nation has. I doubt whether you would hear that on any other assembly in the world after such an attack. And I compliment him for it. And my heart and my sympathy go out to our colleagues from New York and Virginia in particular, but all those who have had their fellow citizens and their constituents victimized by this act. All right, well, anyway, listen, you get the message. You get the message. So this fool just lied, just straight up lied. There he is on the Senate floor a day after 9-11, on 9-12, as a matter of fact. And I've got some audio, some more audio that I'd like to play for you. Here's what Iran actually said they will or how they'll actually spend the money. Now, remember, Secretary of State Anthony Blinken, that is corrupt as all get out himself, claimed that it will be spent on humanitarian goods. I don't know if things were lost in translation, but here's what the Iranian president had to say about the $6 billion being spent. Audio clip number three, por favor, Sean. You have the right to use that money in any way that you see fit. This money belongs to the Islamic Republic of Iran, and naturally, we will decide, the Islamic Republic of Iran will decide to to spend it wherever uh, we need it. How to spend our money, of course, it is under the authority of the Islamic Republic of Iran. So if I hear you clearly that it will be used for more than humanitarian purposes in your view. Humanitarian means whatever the Iranian people needs. So this money will be budgeted for those needs. And the needs of the Iranian people will be decided and determined by the Iranian government. Ah! Must have been a miscommunication uh, between the Biden administration. And guys, listen, I I hesitate to keep calling this the Biden administration. I know that at times he's a puppet. But beyond that, I know he's getting done what the left wants to get done. Remember that even if the candidate isn't Joe Biden in 2024, it is plug and play. 
It is plug and play, meaning, meaning the Democrats have a machine. They know what they're voting for. They know what they want to accomplish. They'll just use the next guy to get it done. This is Carl Jackson sitting in for the officer Tatum. We'll be back in a few. This is the Officer Tatum Show. <laughs> Keeping it real. The number to call in 844-900-7243. 844-900-7243. Americans' household income dropped in 2022 for the third year in a row, according to the Census Bureau. It's all going as planned. The left is accomplishing exactly what they want to do. They are destroying the middle class. I don't know if you heard me on Dennis Prager earlier, but that is exactly what the left wants to do. They want to absolutely destroy the middle class. Uh, the 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 middle class is the barrier between, uh, basically, the barrier between uh, between the people and big government, if you will. There's sort of a chasm there. If you have an expanding and a robust and a stable middle class. Uh, basically, the government can't necessarily cater to the poor because the uh, the people that do, you know, a lot of the small business owners, a lot of the people that are independent minded, uh, they are in the middle class. And then you don't have the wealthy getting wealthier and wealthier and wealthier and wealthier at the expense of the poor with a robust and stable middle class. So the left absolutely hates the middle class. And so they're using inflation, all of the excessive spending, and their goal is to destroy the middle class. They want a country of the have and the have nots. That is all they're trying to do. It's really that simple. I'll get into that. A little later as well. But again, the uh, before I go on with some of this 9-11 stuff and some of the stuff that would have ended a typical, in my opinion, would have ended the presidency of a uh, of a uh, of a president in typical times, if you will. Uh, Joe Biden and the stunts that his administration pulled yesterday on 9-11. I think I, I mean, I, I just think they're unforgi- unforgivable. I think they're unforgivable. Unfortunately, we live in this binary state where it's, uh, you know, either Republicans are evil, Democrats good or Democrats evil, Republicans bad. Now, I happen to are Republicans good. I do happen to believe that the Democratic leadership and the Democratic Party apparatus is completely evil. I don't believe that their voters are evil, but I do believe that their voters are duped. And I do believe that there are leftists within the Democratic Party uh, that are evil, too. I do believe that. So let me be clear on that. But here's the big story of the day. I just want to remind you guys, Speaker Kevin McCarthy uh, has directed the House committee to open a formal impeachment inquiry into uh, into uh, J.R.B. Ware, uh, Robert L. Peters, Robert Ware. And of course, uh, those are the pseudonyms that Joe Biden was using to sell the country out. But why don't we hear the audio clip? I didn't play this earlier. Let's play it now. This is Speaker Kevin McCarthy, again, directing our House committee or the House committee to open a formal impeachment inquiry into President Robert L. Peters. Audio clip number one, por favor, Sean. Bank records show that nearly $20 million in payments were directed to the Biden family members and associates through various shale companies. The Treasury Department alone has more than 150 transactions involving the Biden family and other business associates that were flagged 
as suspicious activity by U.S. banks. Even a trusted FBI informant has alleged a bribe to the Biden family. Biden used his official office to coordinate with Hunter Biden's business partners about Hunter's role in Burisma, a Ukrainian energy company. Finally, despite these serious allegations, it appears that the president's family has been offered special treatment by Biden's own administration, treatment that not otherwise would have received if they were not related to the president. These are allegations of abuse of power, obstruction, and corruption, and they warrant further investigation by the House of Representatives. That's why today I am directing our House committee to open a formal impeachment inquiry into President Joe Biden. You know, I'm sitting here thinking, I love, I love that this is happening, by the way. But I hope they aren't bracing us for a letdown when it comes to the spending fight. Uh, I got a feeling, <laughs> I got a feeling that might be, uh, the more I think about this, that, that might be part of it. But nonetheless, this is a good thing. People need to understand, especially as people start paying attention to politics more. And you get more and more people paying attention to politics. The second debate is coming up in just, uh, a couple of weeks or so, or, or, or just over a couple of weeks. Uh, so as, as, as time goes on, more and more people are going to start paying attention to politics. I can tell you, I, I can tell you that you have, compared to even 2022, 2020, 2016, you have a lot fewer people paying attention to politics right now than they did in those previous years. And even the year uh, the year ahead, more people were paying attention to politics. A lot of people have simply checked out. A lot of people have simply checked out. Uh, so, But people are going to start paying attention. I do believe that. Just a couple of more audio clips I want to play uh, as far as 9-11 is concerned. And again, I believe the stunts that Joe Biden pulled yesterday, not showing up to 9-11. I'm going to tell you what that means. Joking on 9-11, the jokes that he made, uh, giving Iran access to $6 billion dollars. The world's leading state sponsor of terror, literally on 9-11. He just spat in the face of you New Yorkers, of you first responders, just spat in your face. But Dewey, a big one, just, you know, just coming down your face. He just spat in your face like nothing, like nothing. All right, here's another clip I want to play for you. This is Nancy Mace. Uh, she hits it spot on, in my opinion. Representative Nancy uh, Nancy Mace saying she can't think of nothing more un-American than to give the number one state sponsor of terrorism $6 billion on 9-11. And it isn't just Republicans that feel this way. But let's go ahead and play that audio clip. Por favor, Sean, audio clip number two. I can think of nothing more un-American than to give the number one state sponsor of terrorism $6 billion, a gift of $6 billion on 9-11. It is tone deaf, it's out of touch, and it's un-American. And not only that, but Iran... Their statement on what, how they're going to get the money and who's going to oversee it is different than what the United States is saying. So what's the truth? And I have more questions than I have answers at this point, but I do know that it's wrong. I think it's one thing to have a prisoner swap, but why add in the gift of $6 billion? Why announce it on 9-11? It's highly offensive. Quite frankly, uh, quite frankly, I don't think we should have had a prison swap as well. 
I, I, I think we should have told Iran, we will make your lives, uh, the, the Ayatollahs, we will make your lives a living hell if these Americans don't show up quick, fast, and in a hurry. Let's play. We uh, got one minute before the break. Let's play another audio clip real quick. This is Tulsi Gabbard, and I want to expound on this after the break. Audio clip number four, por favor, Sean. I had to take a few deep breaths here as you were you were showing those clips. I, I went to the 9-11 memorial site earlier today, and I got to tell you, Jesse, the, the feeling of grief and mourning from the families who were there and the thousands of others, both Americans and people from all over the world, was palpable. Joe Biden's absence was also very palpable. Uh, for those like myself, many patriotic Americans across the country who enlisted because of the jihadist attacks on 9-11, I find it deeply offensive that he specifically chose to turn his backs on all of those families and all of those Americans. The question is, why did he turn his back on those New York families? I'll explain that when we get back. Carl Jackson in for the officer Tatum. All right, welcome back to the Officer Tatum Show. I am your guest host, Carl Jackson, sitting in for the Officer Tatum. Guys, I want to talk to you about the GOP straw poll. I have something that I would like all of you to do. Vote for your choice for the Republican nomination for president on our Salem Town Hall straw poll. I want to hear from you in our straw poll. Who do you want for president uh, to vote? All you have to do is go to TatumStrawPoll.com. Click on the photo of the person you want to be our next president and vote. That's TatumStrawPoll.com to vote. Do it now, por favor. TatumStrawPoll.com, TatumStrawPoll.com, TatumStrawPoll.com is where you want to go. A couple more audio clips uh, for you. Oh, actually, actually, before I get uh, before I get there. And by the way, my New Mexican callers, I'm going to be talking about New Mexico again. I think that was a really, really, really big deal. What happened in New Mexico, all right, you now have the New Mexico attorney general who's saying he will not defend the governor's gun, gun ban. The attorney, the attorney general said he will not defend the governor's gun ban. That's big news. You also have a sheriff, uh, I believe, of Albuquerque saying, ain't going to happen, Captain. He's not, enfor- he's not enforcing it. You've got the left-wing nut job, um, David Hogg. David Hogg saying, basically, this is a bad move by the New Mexico governor. Why are they doing this? Sometimes you go too far. Sometimes the left goes too far. And for David Hogg to come out and rebuke this lady, he's basically, what he wanted to do was kill the Second Amendment one bit, one bite at a time. She goes for the gusto, and what does it do? It causes a reaction, a counter-reaction. The pendulum swings. People that were not awake begin to wake up and fight back to regain their rights. Big mistake on her part. Thank you. Thank you, Governor Grisham. We really do appreciate that. Uh, exactly what the, uh, what the freedom movement needed was an ignoramus like you. Thank God they exist. Uh, within the Democrat leadership. The number to call in, 1-844-900-7243, if you want to be a part of the Officer Tatum Show. Okay, now, the reason why, the reason why Joe Biden wants to move on from 9-11, and when I say Joe Biden, I should say Biden-Harris, I should say the entire Democratic apparatus, the entire Democratic Party, 
The reason why they want to move on from 9-11, they want to move on from tradition. They want to move on from the fact that the real terrorists are not domestic terrorists or J-6ers. Those aren't the real threats. There aren't J-6ers flying planes into buildings, right? There aren't J-6ers that are killing their daughters if they don't marry the guy that they want or if they don't uh, if they don't wear one of these uh I forget what they're called the, the 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 garbs around their heads that doesn't exist here the FBI unfortunately after 9/11 Sean Davis of the Federalist has an excellent column on this and it's basically true 9/11 I think marked the, the beginning of the what could be marked as the beginning of the end of America if we don't turn this ship around. And it's what the left wanted. It created, I know there was a deep state, it created a bigger deep state. It created these power-hungry warmongers. I can't believe I'm saying that because I'll be, I'll be frank with you. I'm somewhat of a hawk. I want to build our military to be the biggest and the baddest in the world. But I only want conflict where necessary, where it's in America's best interest. And I believe that we, the people, should have a say in that. And I believe that it should be voted on. The funding should be voted on when needed, when we need to go to battle. And I believe that we should kill, destroy, and get the heck out of the way after that. It's as simple as that. But Biden and his team want us to forget about who the real terrorists are. Because those real terrorists are the homies of the Biden administration. Those Islamic terrorists, they just paid them $6 billion. They just paid them $6 billion. I wonder wonder if, uh, if, if, uh, if President Robert L. Peters got a cut. I wonder if the big guy got a cut. I wonder if Anthony Blinken got to cut. It's sad that we have to wonder that, but we we do have to wonder that. See, they want to pretend like your enemies or America's enemies are within America for the most part. They're your neighbors. They look like you. When the truth of the matter is we have real enemies outside of the United States that are destined to take us down. And as a matter of fact, some we've probably let in through the southern border. I'll get into that, that want to take us down. They want us to move on from this because they don't want us to know who our real enemies are. Guys, we'll be back. Carl Jackson in for the Officer Tatum. All right, welcome back to the Officer Tatum Show. Man, John, stop. You're going to have me dancing. 844-900-7243. Loving the music. Loving the music, Mr. McConnell. All right, again, that's the number to call in. 844-900-7243. Guys, I want to play a couple of more audio clips for you. Um, and then I think I'm going to move on from this topic. Feel free to call in if you want to opine on 9-11, what transpired on 9-11. Again, the big news for today is that the Republican Party is uh, our Speaker, House House Speaker Kevin McCarthy has decided to launch an impeachment inquiry against uh, J.R.B. Ware, Robert Ware, uh, President Robert L. Peters. Uh, for those of you that may not know, those are some of the pseudonyms. Uh, that Joe Biden used to sell out his country, uh, sell out his country uh, when he was making bank from foreign nationals using his crackhead son uh, to run his business. This isn't Hunter Biden's business. Nobody's giving a crackhead millions and millions and millions of dollars. No one's doing that. 
No one's doing that. No one is that stupid. No leader in another nation or foreign national is that stupid. Except to gain access. That's exactly what happened. And you That's ain't exactly black. what happened. Nope. <laughs> Make no mistake about it. All right, here's Governor Ron DeSantis. Here's what he had to say about Joe Biden. Audio clip number six, por favor, Mr. McConnell. I think you have a lot of very left-wing aides and staffers in the White House. And I think you have a, a line to, to people like Valerie Jarrett, uh, Obama. I think they're all um, involved uh, behind the scenes pushing him in a very left-wing direction. I mean, his presidency has been more left-wing than Obama's was even. Uh, and he presented himself as being a more moderate candidate when he ran in 2020. And I think that's a result of these folks really pushing the envelope. I mean, they just opened a civil rights investigation against the state of Florida, one of our colleges, New College of Sarasota. I appointed conservative trustees. Uh, they reoriented the university from being left of the left to being classical education like Hillsdale. And they did things like abolish the gender studies department. And they're now opening up a civil rights uh, investigation against one of our trustees, Chris Rufo, because he misgendered one of the fired employees or fired professors. You've got to be kidding wow. me. They're basically saying that there's a civil right to have things like gender studies and pronouns in our colleges and universities. No one would have thought that was possible even five years ago. All right. That's Governor Ron DeSantis, and he's he's correct. He's been fighting this cultural Marxism. The left is terrified. You don't go after their institutions. Uh, you know, God forbid uh, that you stop preaching and teaching racism and indoctrinating people, even on college campuses, with all of this left-wing radical nonsense, and you start teaching people uh, or, or, or training people up in their professions. God forbid you do that. God forbid you give people a classical education inside of the United States of America. The left cannot stand for that. I've got some crazy, crazy cultural chaos, some crazy liberal insanity we're going to be getting to shortly. Uh, there's a last point that I would like to make, however, on um, on this 9-11 thing. I had to forget, man, this from Fox. Biden enrages the 9-11 families by not going to the memorial sites on the anniversary opposite of never forget. I mean, just imagine. Just imagine. You're one of those family members. You're expecting tradition. You're expecting uh, the president of the United States to show up. You realize that, listen, that was uh, uh, that was the largest terrorist attack on the United States of America. And then twenty nine hundred seventy seven people gone just like that. The president does not show up. Then here's what some people had to say. One of the uh, one of the people, retired Air Force Lieutenant Colonel Donald Arias, said it's no surprise to, to me that he's not coming to Ground Zero or any of the 9-11 sites, uh, close quote. He was interviewed by Fox and Friends first. He said, and quite frankly, I prefer he stay away anyway. We will be spared one of his stories of how he can relate like he did with the people of Lahaina. How he can relate because of a kitchen fire. He says we can do Without that. And I understand his sentiment, but I'm sorry, that doesn't change the fact that the uh, that the president has a responsibility. He has a duty to show up uh, to places like that. And he didn't. And he didn't. I mean, just what a what a despicable human being. Uh, But this is the left. This is who they are. This is who they are. 
Joe Biden is a puppet of sorts uh, in, uh, you know, amongst the left. He is a puppet. You just have to you have to understand that it is plug and play, even though I do believe there are times when Joe Biden is lucid. Uh, I do believe that. Now, here, hat tip, this is from just the news. Uh, income drop poverty soared under Biden. Uh, this according to the Census Bureau. By the way, if you want to call in to the program, the number to call in is 800-944-7243. Again, that number, 800-944, uh, no, I'm sorry, 844, I'm sorry, 844-900-7243, 844-900-7243, I don't know what the heck. Sounds like I was hanging around with Hunter Biden myself. So 844-900-7243 is the number to call into the Officer Tatum Show. Hat tip, uh, just the news income drop, poverty soared under Biden. This, this according to the Census Bureau. So inflation soared 7.8% from 2021 to 2022, marking the largest single year increase in the cost of living since 19. 19- 1981. Despite the Biden administration's efforts to tout the alleged success of Bidenomics, a report from the U.S. Census Bureau has revealed that many Americans saw their economic situation deteriorate dramatically in the first half of Biden's term. While the official poverty rate hovered around 11 and a half percent in both 2021 and 2022, according to the report, the supplemental poverty measure, what's known as SPM, increased by 4.6 percent in 2022 to reach 12.4 percent, marking the first overall increase in that metric since 2010. You guys are getting poorer. Everybody knows it. Everybody feels it. Thank you, Biden and the Democratic Party. We really appreciate you bringing on poverty like this. Look real nice. Welcome back to the Officer Tatum Show. The number to call in 844-900-7243. 844-900-7243. Uh, your pockets are getting thinner, not fatter, under the Biden administration. Uh, everybody knows it. I suspect his poll numbers will continue uh, to drop. But uh, I believe this is the reason why they are ushering in a bunch of illegal uh, uh, illegal aliens into the country. Uh, again, just going over the numbers real quick, and I'll take one more call before we end uh, this hour. Anne in Anderson, uh, South Carolina, if you'll hold on, I'll be right with you. And by the way, if you guys want to call in about what's happening in New Mexico, definitely want to hear about it. Also, some left-wing lunacy that's going on. I want to talk to you about some just some straight-up craziness. But income, meanwhile, dropped across an array of metrics. Real median household income declined by 2.3%. That's from 76000 uh, to seventy four uh, seventy six thousand three hundred and thirty three dollars to seventy four thousand five hundred and eighty dollars. Well, Carl, that's not a lot. It is a lot when you have inflation. When you're when your dollar isn't worth as much and things continue to go up despite that, and you're losing income. Well, real median uh, median earnings of all workers dropped. 2.2%. The drop was less severe among full-time year-round workers who saw a 1.3% decline. Inflation soared 7.8% from 2021 to 2022, marking the largest single-year increase in the cost of living in over 40 years. In over 40 years, since 1981. 
man, people are feeling it. And those welfare checks are running out. All that stimulus money, all that COVID money, it's it's wearing out. This is really going to start hurting people. That's for sure. That's why the Democrats are trying to get as many illegals in as they can. They want to spread the love. Uh, But now uh, Democrats are getting frustrated. So I'm going to tell you what Biden is doing now as a result of that. We have Ann. Ann has been waiting in Anderson, South Carolina. Ann, welcome to the Officer Tatum Show. You've got the mic, but you got to be quick. I'll be quick. I'm from Boston. Um, okay. I'm surprised that the Democrat Party and Jill Biden are not being sued for elder abuse. Yeah. You know what? I, I Listen, there's no doubt in my mind that what they yeah. are committing is elder elder abuse. There's no doubt about it. But no one's going to bring that type of lawsuit. And, and quite frankly, I don't I, I don't think the left cares. And and the guy is the president of the United States. As sad well, as that sounds, he's the president of the of the United States. But what you're seeing, what you're saying is true. It is definitely elderly, uh, elder abuse. And thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for being out there. Really appreciate it. Hey guys, listen, I'm Carl Jackson. I'm sitting in for the officer Tatum. We've got one more hour to go. The number to call into the program is 844-900-7243. We will see you on the other side. Officer Tatum Show. All right, welcome back to the Officer Tatum Show. I'm your guest host, Carl Jackson, sitting in for the Officer Tatum. The number to call in, 844-900-7243, 844-900-7243. I nailed it that time. I misdirected some of you guys in the last hour. Forgive me. Again, my name is Carl Jackson. I want to take the time to thank uh, the officer Tatum for allowing me to sit behind his microphone, trusting me behind his microphone. I have Gabe Cassiano that has my back right here at AM 950. The answer 94.9 FM, the answer Orlando.com. Sean McConnell is in my ear. The forgotten oh, man is somewhere crack. out there in the ether somewhere. I mean, providing my stack of brilliance. You have Zach on the lines and also on video. Thank you, Zach. Uh, so I have an incredible team uh, around me. And also I have you, the listeners, 844-900-7243, 844-900-7243. I want to talk about a, li- a little bit of liberal cray-cray. Uh, we've got a lot that I want to talk about in this hour, but I want to talk about some liberal insanity. I won't get to all of the stories that I intended to get to, but I do want to get to some. I also want to talk about the New Mexico uh, story. I really think this is a big deal. I really think the New Mexico story is a big deal. It is a sure sign of overreach, in my opinion, and how the pendulum the pendulum can swing quickly. However, as I was on a Twitter space the other night that I was uh, one of the Twitter spaces that I was on, I'm not going to lie, I've gotten addicted to these things. Uh, thanks to thanks to one of my colleagues here, uh, David Pollack. I at first. Uh, uh, participated in his, and now I've been in. I'm just I, like I check my phone for Twitter Spaces. It's insane. Stop, Carl. It's a, it's it's weird. It's weird. But anyway, but I love them. You you. There's always some crazies, uh, you know. Uh, but there's some great, very smart, intelligent, well informed people uh, always in them in some uh, way, shape, or form. So it's pretty. It's pretty amazing. So anyway, um, 
uh, anyway, I just want to share that. Also, you can check me out, all things social media, at The Carl Jackson Show. I am on Twitter, obviously, on Instagram, Facebook, True Social, Gitter. Subscribe to my podcast, Por Favor, The Carl Jackson Show, wherever you go to get your podcast. Carl, why do you always say Por Favor? I am trying I am trying to perfect my Spanish, okay? Uh, because we have a lot of illegals coming into the country and they might be running it pretty soon. Uh, anyway, I want to play one more audio clip for you. This is number seven. Ted Cruz says that the next planner of 9-11 is coming from over the border uh, with Mexico. Joe Biden will fly you to wherever you want to go. This is Senator Ted Cruz, audio clip number seven. Por favor, Sean. When it comes to the southern border, you're right. We have a vulnerability on our southern border. Every month, people are coming across who are on the terror watch list. The numbers dwarf the number of known terrorists who would come in prior to Joe Biden. Joe Biden's open borders are many things. They're an invitation for people to die and for cartels to brutalize children and to sexually assault women. And they're an invitation to flood this country with narcotics and fentanyl that's murdering over 100,000 people. And, and they're an invitation for Mexican drug lords to become multi-multi-billionaires globally. But it's also an invitation to terrorists. If you're the next planner of 9-11... It's obvious where you go. Yeah. You go to Mexico and you come right across and Joe Biden and the idiots in his administration will fly you to wherever you want to go in this country and you can carry out your terror attack. And sadly, every day that we have an open border under Joe Biden and the Democrats, the odds of another major attack in this country, major terror attack, go up systematically. We all know this to be true. He isn't saying anything that we don't know. Frankly, he isn't saying anything that Biden and the Democrat Party doesn't know. They just don't care. They figure it is worth the risk. They want to maintain power, grow their power, maintain a dependency base, if you will, of people. Uh, then they've got to bring more people in. They can't have the middle class growing. You know, for God's sakes, they've got to destroy the dollar. They certainly can't have the middle class growing. And God forbid you have you have uh, whether it be black conservatives or whether you have white uh, a white leftist or, uh, you know, uh, blacks that leave the Democrat Party or white liberals or or Latinos. You, you, you've got to replace them. You're not reproducing. You're telling you're telling people, listen, uh, you're propping up the LGBTQ community. And listen, if you're lesbian and gay, frankly, I think everybody else, uh, I think you guys should be fighting that battle. Lesbian, if you're part of the lesbian and gay community, let's just be honest about it. You're not going to be reproducing. I mean, you can adopt someone else's someone else's kid. So what is the left left to do when they're telling you to kill your babies? When they're telling you that you can have a a a a a, a, a of me, and and there's no no consequences to that, of course there is, of course there is. So how do they reproduce lefties? Bring them in across the border. It's pretty simple. It's pretty simple. That's the way that they see it. It's insane where we're at. We'll take a couple of calls real quick. Let's go to Jan. Jan is in North Carolina. Jan, welcome to the Officer Tatum Show. You've got the mic. Hi. Thank you for uh, 
having a conservative voice for North Carolina and for our country. I appreciate Absolutely. that. Thank you, Jan. I would, I would just like to say that I don't believe for a minute Joe Biden is demented. I believe he's acting. He's been in politics for 50 years. He's a, a well-spoken uh, actor, and I believe this is all act because he's worth over a billion dollars, and he knows they've got the goods on him. He don't want to go to jail. He wants to go to a nursing home or some facility <laughs> somewhere. That's what I really You know think. what? You know what, Jan, it could be what what is that oh man, what is that movie with Edward Norton where he was acting the entire time? Oh, I forget the name of it and he oh. and, and, and with uh Primal Fear. Primal Fear, I believe is okay. what it was. Yeah. Yeah. With That's with right. Richard Gere. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so here's 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 what I believe, Jan. I, I don't believe that he's acting. I do believe there are times where Joe Biden uh where Joe Biden is is lucid. But here's what I do believe, and, and, and this is what we know. Sometimes it's just like a drunk. Uh, you see the real Joe Biden. I mean, when, when he is somewhat lucid, all you're doing is you're seeing the real Joe Biden. I mean, the guy is a sociopath, and I believe he has always exactly. been a sociopath. So John, we continue John. to see that even in his demented and- stage. But listen, I appreciate the call, Jan. Thank you so much for being out there. Let's go to Robert. Robert is in San Bernardino, California. Robert, welcome to the Officer Tatum Show. You got the mic. Hi, Carl. Thanks for taking my call. You're doing a great job, and I had a question for Thank you. you. Um, sure. Why is why is it that when Trump was in office, the left media uh, just yelled and screamed about his uh, cognitive abilities and talking about the Twenty Fifth Amendment? and taking him out of office, and he took that cognitive exam, of course, against it, and then you didn't get more word about it. Why can't we uh, return the favor and get a cognitive, cognitive exam for Biden? You know, this is, this is an excellent question, and this is an excellent question, Robert, and, 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 and I'll, tell you, I'll tell you the answer. It's because uh, the left aren't afraid to push a narrative and the Republicans are. I, I mean, it's it's really that simple. Well, people will see him as an empathetic figure, and therefore we might lose an election, despite the fact that people are going straight up broke. America, uh, it seems like we've lost 50 years when it comes to race relations. The truth of the matter is, uh, and I said this earlier on Dennis Prager's show, the Democrat Party know what they're voting for, Whereas the Republicans know who they're voting for. And that is the major difference. The Democrat Party, if they have to lose a few seats in order to gain or advance their agenda, they'll do it. And if they say Trump is crazy or if they say Trump is a, you know, uh, uh, Trump is a criminal, they will keep doing it until they get the job done because they've got an agenda. Half the time, we don't even know what our own party stands for because they it's almost as if at times they're embarrassed of us, Robert. At times, I don't even know what they're fighting for. But sometimes there are glimmers of hope. I'm not saying they're always bad. They're always better, in my opinion, than electing Democrats. I will give them that. Uh, But anyway, it is a good call. But it's a fear factor, man. It's a fear factor. It's politics. The left plays hardball. The right doesn't. The right doesn't. We get scared. We get nervous. Anyway, we'll be back.
All right, you heard the man. 844-900-7243 is the number to call in. Uh, Robert, I will go to your call shortly. I see you out there. 844-900-7243. 844-900-7243. I want to talk about a little bit of good news. I want to talk about some crazy news. Uh, and I want to talk about New Mexico. So New Mexican callers, if you're out there, I'd love for you to call in. The gentleman they called in yesterday, I could give you a little more time. Um, actually, I was going to have a guest on today. He was unable to make it uh, to talk about this. He, he is a guy that knows New Mexico in and out, born and raised, uh, can talk about the conditions on the ground and, and the stories that have broken out of New Mexico with this uh, Governor Michelle Lujan uh, Grisham uh, that went ahead and ordered this, you know, this edict that concealed carriers could not carry in a couple of counties. But as uh, she meant it, I mean, basically it was somewhat of a statewide edict. It, 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 it's weird. But anyway, she overstepped her bounds. But she's testing the waters. She was testing the waters. Why was she testing the waters in New Mexico? Because I found out recently, I didn't know this, that much like California, much like California, uh, New Mexico is a Petri dish for the left. As far as class warfare is concerned, as well as keeping people in poverty, driving down, you know, or, or, or creating even more poverty, keeping people in a desperation and despair. Then you go to places like Santa, Santa Fe, New Mexico, that are absolutely opulent. So you have this society with a decreasing middle class with an expanding poverty or lower class. And then you have those that are super wealthy and Santa Fe. And so the left is doing exactly what they want to do in New Mexico. So they figure, hey, let's let them be guinea pigs. Let's take away their Second Amendment rights. We can do whatever we want with these people because so many of them have become dependent upon government welfare. All right. So we'll get to that. But if you want to call in, you're from New Mexico. I'd love to hear from you. 844-900-7243. 844-900-7243. A couple of crazy stories. A little bit of liberal insanity uh, to lighten up. Actually, this one won't, won't lighten you up, but I need to hit it. Uh, this has been out for a couple of days, but I don't believe I've talked about it. Had to forget, man. This from uh, WTOP News. Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkins granted a pardon Sunday to a father that was arrested in Loudoun County. Uh, in a Loudoun County school board meeting in 2021, I'm sure you guys remember this guy, after he found out that his daughter was sexually assaulted in a school bathroom, the, man daughter, the man's daughter was raped at Stonebridge High School, leading to the father's arrest for disrupting a contentious June 22nd, 2021 school board meeting. And the school tried to cover this up, by the way. The man whom WTOP is not naming... Um, to avoid indirectly identifying the teenager who was sexually assaulted, had been arrested and convicted in district court of disorderly conduct and obstruction of justice, uh, both misdemeanors. Youngkin called him a dedicated parent who's faced unwarranted charges in his pursuit to protect his daughter. Close quote uh, in a news release after the father disrupted a comment period on transgender policy at the school board meeting and resisted arrest. Again, I'm sure you guys remember that video. Uh, in Virginia, the governor says, uh, parents matter and my resolve to empower parents uh, is unwavering. A parent's fundamental right to be involved in their child's education, upbringing, and care should never be undermined by bureaucracy, school divisions, or the state. This is Governor Glenn Youngkin, and the left is going crazy. 
the left is going crazy because it was a, a boy pretending to be a girl that went into a girl's restroom and raped his daughter. And the school basically tried to cover it up. They sent him to another school where he did the same thing, where he did the same. Quite frankly, the people that tried to cover it up in Loudoun County, they need to be in jail. They need to be in jail. Now, here's another one. This is the left. I, I, I honestly, I'm, I'm telling you, when I read stories like this, some of them are so crazy and outlandish and some funny. The one I'm going to get to now is funny, but it's also disgusting. And we'll get to it shortly. We'll get to it shortly. I can barely, can barely stop laughing. The people that we're fighting against are nuts. The people that are trying to destroy this country are nuts. And we're scared to push back. We're scared to be called extremists. The Democrat Party is a cult. They're full of nuts and extremists. What's extreme about the Republican Party? We want people to work hard and earn a paycheck and keep more of their money. We want a secure border, you know, like the rest of the countries in the world do. We don't want a government that rules over the people when this is a government of and for and by the people. We want energy that's affordable and reliable. I, I, I mean, what what that we love America. So we're nationalists because we love America. I, I, I mean, what, what's extreme? We want a military that focuses on killing our enemies and not making our dudes chicks like I, I, I don't get this. Hat tip for Gat, man. This is from Fox. California mayor spanked with a paddle by drag queen. What's that, Sean? All right. California Ooh, mayor uh... spanked with a, <laughs> with a paddle by a drag queen. Can, can I read that headline to you again? California mayor. Let me just, a show of hands, a show of hands. How many of you think that this California mayor that was spanked with a paddle by a drag queen was a Democrat? Booyah, booyah, hands up all over the place. Be careful if you're driving, unless you're a lefty. No, just kidding, just kidding, just kidding, somewhat. All right, so Burbank Mayor Constantine Anthony was spanked by a drag queen at the Santa Clarita Valley Democrats Drag Queen Bingo Fundraiser on Saturday. Everybody has one of those, come on. A video depicts Anthony bent over at a table people sat at as a drag queen whacked him with a paddle. The video was posted to Instagram by the, you, listen, you, you, can't, you can't write a script like this, by the Wise Nuts podcast and caught wind online after being reposted by the popular X account libs of TikTok. Local press reported that the fundraiser was billed as being for ages 15 and up. 15 and up. But that it was... Quote, not suitable for children. Libs of TikTok wrote that Anthony was spanked by the drag queen in front of children. But the Burbank mayor says there were no children present at the event. No children were in attendance. That's what Anthony told Fox News. All attendees were over 21 years of age. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Even if the attendees were 21 years of age, fool, you are a mayor. You're a mayor. You're a leader. Have some freaking dignity. Even if you are into this crap, do it at your own house. It's insane. Anthony also said it has been confirmed that there were no attendees under the age of 21. Yeah, right. In an Instagram comment on the original video post, Anthony wrote, jealous? No, disgusted. 
Disgusted, you freaking punk. Absolutely disgusted. And I'm sorry. A, a lack of judgment like this, you should not be in, uh, uh, you, should, you shouldn't be a mayor. You shouldn't be a mayor. This is freaking common sense. I mean, it's laughable, but it's sad at the same time. All right, we'll be back. The Officer Tatum Show. All right, welcome back to The Officer Tatum Show. The number to call in, 844-900-7243. By the way, I'm just seeing this. Larry Elder, the RNC can't stop us. Go to LarryElder.com. Help the man get up on the stage uh, for the second debate. I'll be frank with you. I think I've... I, I, I've been clear. There's, there's. Listen, I, I know there's some good guys in the race. All right, there's, there's some people that I believe uh, that can make fundamental change that we need in government, and I believe those are three people. I believe that is Trump. I believe that's DeSantis. I believe that's Larry Elder. I know there's these uh, narratives that you know DeSantis could be bought off, and others could be bought off. I, honestly, guys, let, let's not be the left. Let's do our research. All right, let's do our research. I think we have a few good candidates in the race that are solid, that have a track record. Obviously, you have Donald Trump that is the odds-on favorite. There's no doubt about it. Uh, but there is still a primary, so I'm going to respect uh, those uh, other candidates. But the ones, if they are going to rise to the top, if there's others that would rise, I would prefer to see a DeSantis. I would prefer to see a Larry Elder, uh, even if Larry Elder gets on the stage to share some of his ideas, because I think he would be great at combating the left when it comes to uh, some of these woke issues and racial issues. He's got great economic policy ideas. Uh, more of a conservatarian leaning, if you will. Uh, so I'd love to see him on stage. Uh, callers, I'll get to you in just a second. Robert, I'm coming to you next. And I see you out there, Eric and a Viviana. All right, so we'll get to you guys. Just stay tight. We'll be to you. Uh, we'll get to you in just a sec. Here's another story. Woke elite residents of Chicago to take part in a poverty simulation at a country club. Had to forget, man, this from Town Hall. So residents in Highland Park, a suburb of North Chicago, to attend a poverty simulation, quote unquote, put on by Alliance for Human Services to increase Quote, understanding and awareness of what it feels like to live in poverty, in poverty in Lake County, close quote. Now, first off, here's my first thought. You can pretend like you're living in poverty, but when you know that you scroll on your phone and you check your bank account and you've got 500 grand in there, you know what I'm saying? Uh, it's a mental thing, too. <laughs> While such a simulation raised enough eyebrows, it was the location that really grabbed people's attention. For two and a half hours, people will be able to pretend to be in the lower class at the Highland Park Country Club. This is really condescending. This is really sad. Participants will begin to experience what a month in poverty feels like. Uh, together, we will increase resources, they say, for those living in poverty to create a more resilient health, human, and education sector. We hope you will join us. You know what? How about this? How about instead of you fools pretending to be or simulating poverty in a country club, uh, you go out in the hood and tell people how they can get rich, how to spend their money, how to invest, how to save. Why don't you do that? This is the, I, I mean, I'm telling you, oh, the Democrat party, they're so, they're so, it, it, it's insane. This is nothing but virtue signaling. This will do nothing to help people in poverty. Stop being ashamed of your wealth and use it to do good. It's 
It's really that simple. All right, moving on. Let's take a call real real quick. We've got Robert. Robert has been waiting patiently in Bloomingdale, Indiana. Robert, welcome to the Officer Tatum Show. You've got the mic. Hey, how you doing tonight? Good, thank you. Good. The reason I was calling tonight is I wanted to to ask, get your opinion on, and my commentary too, is on this um, deal that Biden's got going with Iran for those hostages, I, you know, for uh, humanitarian aid. In my opinion, that's a bunch of bulldog. And reason being, I thought, first of all, that we were never supposed to give money for hostages in any situation. And if President Trump was in there, the Iranians wouldn't even, there wouldn't even be any hostages because Trump would lay the law down on it. This guy's a total pushover. These countries know it. What do you think? I think you're absolutely right. And Robert, you, you may have missed the audio clip earlier. We literally played the audio of the Iranian president saying that Tehran will spend that $6 billion however they choose. However they choose. Mm-hmm. Man, anyway, listen, I appreciate you being out there. Let's go to Eric. Eric is in San Jose. Eric, we've got less than a minute, but the mic is yours. Okay, hey, brother. Um, I I know that you've been telling people about how to, you know, uh, campaign, put your, your efforts in to the next election. I think if you don't have enough time to do it, you can do deep default campaigning at the grocery store by lamenting with the same person who reaches for the same piece of expensive meat, and then you come to the conclusion, why in the heck are we in this situation? Do it at the store. Do it at the grocery store. Do it at the pump. Do it everywhere you can, and then you'll come to the conclusion, this ding-dong, we had him in office? That's what we need to do. So if you don't have the time, at least lament to your neighbor. Eric, let let me tell you something. I've actually mentioned this before, uh, but I love the way you framed it. Brilliant idea. Brilliant. We'll be back. All right, welcome back to the Officer Tatum Show. The number to call in, 844-900-7243, 844-900-7243. I want to jump to this caller real quick. Uh, and by the way, the, the last caller, excellent point. Actually, I touched on that this morning on Prager Show. But I love the way that you framed it, and, and it's so smart because what you do is you connect the dots. A lot of the people that aren't paying attention to politics right now, they have no clue what's going on. Dennis Prager wrote about it in his latest column. You may not believe it, the difference between leftists and liberals. Liberals believe liberals are more closely aligned with conservatives and constitutionalists, but they don't know it. They don't know. They don't realize that their party, their party has been hijacked because they're not getting the same information. If they're watching CNN or MSNBC or 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 NPR or or the View, and then you're trying to go on big tech and and you have if you have a liberal or left leaning, the only news that you're going to get is what the what big tech ciphers to you. That, that, that's the way that they do this stuff. And so a lot of people are oblivious of how bad things really are. Uh, these Some of these crazy stories, like the mayor getting spanked by the drag queen, they'll never hear about these stories. They'll never, many of them will never connect the dots. So the left or whomever they listen to could say, oh, this is Trump's fault or this is the Republicans' fault. Even when Biden is in office, you have to connect the dots. Man, you know, just like the gentleman said, you're in a grocery store, you reach for a packet of meat. Man, meat has gotten so expensive. 
you know, in the last couple of years. You start connecting the dots with people. And I really do think you can win people that way. So great call. Let's go to Viviana. Viviana is calling from Brooklyn, New York. Viviana, welcome to the Officer Tatum Show. You've got the mic. What a honor. Uh, Brother Carl, I am enjoying your show. And I know it's Officer Tatum Show, but I, I enjoy you uh, being a guest um, host on it. Um, Thank you. I wanted to let people know um, that, like, places that are asylum uh, or rather uh, sanctuary cities, like New York City, I right. am in New York City and it's being destroyed from within uh, by Mayor Adams, by Governor Hochul, and the Biden administration. You know that yes. we have absorbed 100,000 illegal migrants here. And um, right now, things that are happening in New York aren't even being reported. You have uh, migrants spilling out into the streets, um, adult uh, age, military age uh, men on motorbikes all over the city at all hours of the night. You have the mayor saying that we're going to cut our our city services by 15%. And he wants to propose to give each illegal migrant $2,200 per month. Uh, Our homeless New Yorkers aren't getting that. Our homeless New Yorkers aren't getting that. And recently, we have small kids that are being supervised by adults from the outside going into restaurants, stealing purses, plates of food. Brother, I'm telling you, if we do not vote these people out in the next two elections, our cities are going to be destroyed and the middle class is going to end up having no place to live. That's exactly what they're trying to do. Great call, Viviana. Great call. Very informative. Thank you so much. Uh, Man, I, I mean, you know, some of the stuff that I'm reading about, some stuff that I didn't know. So great call, Viviana. New York schools overwhelmed by 21,000 illegal immigrant children seeking education. Uh, around 21,000 illegal immigrants. Thank you for Gat Man from the Daily Wire. Children flooded New York City schools for the first day of classes on Thursday, forcing one school to place kids in a different facility because they reach building capacity. So you have these kids that are just moving in. What, what do you think is going to happen to the American citizens? And listen, I know. I know the illegal when it comes to illegal immigrants. I know it isn't the children's fault, but I'm sorry they're illegal. They should go back to their home country with their parents. Because if children are already not getting the proper education that they need in these government schools, do you think it's going to get better with crowded classrooms when when, you know, teachers may not be bilingual? I, I mean, this is this is just crazy. And as Viviana mentioned, I forgot about that. You had the mayor, Eric Adams. Basically, he's going to cut overtime pay. He's going to cut pay for first responders in order to handle the illegal immigrant crisis. And and quite frankly, Texas is dealing with it. Texas is taking it on the chin. As a matter of fact, hat, hat tip for Gottman Joe Biden 
reportedly considering a plan to force Texas to bear the burden of illegal immigration. In other words, what they want to do, some of the Democrats are starting to say, whoa, 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 hold up, Joe, hold up, Mayorkas. So you know what the Biden administration is going to do? Now, they do want illegals to go everywhere. They got a free pass to go everywhere, but they're going to go ahead and punish Texas. They're going to, they want to go ahead and punish Texas. So remember Trump's remain in Mexico policy? They want to remain in Texas policy. They, I I mean, this is what we're enduring with this administration is nothing short of evil. They are going to destroy the United States as we know it. That is their plan. That is their plan. Uh, Man, it's sad. Listen, there are a couple of things that I wanted to get to that were good news. Unfortunately, we're just not going to have the time, but I will go over the headlines because I think they're uh, they're important. One is this. And I was really shocked and happy to hear this because I think this is huge. You got to pay attention to this. Uh, This, according to Fox News, Republicans are going to force a floor vote reversing California's electric vehicle mandate. This is extremely important. This idea that electric vehicles are going to save the planet is a complete and utter fraud. Those batteries are extremely dangerous. They're highly corrosive. They're highly flammable. You had uh, you had uh, uh, the the secretary of state, uh, not the secretary of state, the secretary of energy that 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 took a cross country trip. And literally, as she was having all types of problems, it took days, a short trip that should have taken like one third the time. It took days because she had to stop. Uh, They're hard to find plug ins. Just insane. Listen, Carl Jackson and for the officer Tatum will be back. I want to close out with this New Mexico story. I was hoping that we would get some callers, but no callers on that. But let me give you some good news when it comes to New Mexico, uh, too. Uh, very, very important. The left has gone too far. That was a petri dish. Hopefully, people will pay attention to what's happening in New Mexico. All right, welcome back to the Officer Tatum Show. I'm Carl Jackson. As we close out the show, please follow me on social media at the Carl Jackson Show on Twitter and Instagram. Also, Facebook, True Social, and Getter. Listen, guys, if you're on Facebook, Facebook is trying to punk me again. Uh, so the only way that I'm going to grow on Facebook is if you uh, if if you like the page, if you share my page, I would certainly appreciate that. Uh, they're trying to censor. It is the election season, uh, so they are trying to censor. Uh, I'm going to talk about these EVs in in a podcast because I got some great research on those. I hate those. All right, let me just let me just speak about New Mexico in the last a couple of uh, of minutes, and I wanted to spend more time on this, but I hope to do it with a resident. But here's the deal: uh, the the Democrat Party overreach. All right, it's as simple as that. The governor of New Mexico overreached. I don't know if she was told to do what she did. I don't know if she just decided to be bold because she wanted to be the ones that were talked about as an alternative to Joe Biden, uh, the dementia patient in the White House. You know, maybe she wanted to be up there with uh, Gretchen Whitmer. Who knows? Nonetheless, she overreached. So this governor essentially 
uh, issued an edict where she said it was she suspended open and concealed carry across Albuquerque under what she called an emergency health order. Uh, but you had even Democrats coming out. You have Democratic uh, uh, Representative Ted Lieu, who's a nut job in my opinion, but he said, I support gun safety laws. However, this order from the governor of New Mexico violates the U.S. Constitution, as if he cares. Uh, but no state in the union can suspend the federal constitution. There is no such thing as a state public health emergency exception to the U.S. Constitution. Um, I don't think he was saying that during COVID. But the left realize, they realize the, uh, that these lockdowns hurt them, these emergency orders will hurt them, and this will backfire because all of a sudden you're bringing attention to an issue that the left thought they were winning on. The Biden administration is finding backdoor ways using the ATF to undermine uh, Second Amendment rights, to close gun shops for literally hardly anything at all. And now people... People are going to be alert. They're going to be awake, not to mention they need New Mexico as a Petri dish. All right. I'm sorry, but they're experimenting on the New Mexican people. You have New Mexico sheriff says that he won't enforce the unconstitutional gun ban protecting the Second Amendment. You have David Hogg, the liberal or leftist gun control activist, responded to Lou saying that he agreed, quote unquote, that the order violates the Constitution and followed up that Luhan Grisham's reasoning for the temporary ban does not hold water. She's got them freaking out. She's put managed to put the left on the defense. Now you have the AG of New Mexico saying he will not uphold this nonsense in court. It will not happen. You've got Democrats turning against this lady because she screwed up. The pendulum swung too far. It swung too far and frankly too far away from an election. That's the Democrat Party. All right, guys, we got to defeat them. Any way we can before 20, uh, 2024 at 2024. Until next time, don't go where you're doing good. God bless. What's going on, y'all? This is Brandon Tatum. I just want to thank you so much for listening to my podcast. You can always get the podcast at Salem Podcast Network or wherever you listen to your podcast.